Hey, you and I in a series of getting and staying healthy together, you know that uh, Center for Advanced Eye Care has been a sponsor of uh, Rhett Palmer's broadcast, gosh, 16, 17 years. Uh, Dr. Mallon, I was there with Dr. Mallon when it was just Dr. Mallon and a few nurses. And, of course, he's grown exponentially. And, of course, now he's been a sponsor of our magazine since it came out nine years. Can you believe Vero's voice? And number one in readership on E. EE version, and uh, as far as open with MailChimp, I think that's pretty dang cool. But I want to thank you publicly for being uh, believing in it when it, before it was successful. Okay, Dr. Mallon, you're growing exponentially. Gosh, you had uh, two new docs coming in in one year. So you got how many doctors there now? Well, it's um, we're going to have six and possibly seven here very shortly. Yeah. That's exciting. Now, I just interviewed one of your new doctors. Uh, where did you find him? Uh, Dr. Alex Blanford, actually, is an ophthalmic plastic surgeon, just finished, finished his fellowship at Cleveland Clinic, two-year fellowship there, trained at University of Florida, and um, we met him. We've been looking for an ophthalmic plastic surgeon to kind of help with what I do and to kind of expand that part of our practice, and um, we looked for about five years, and we finally found him. It was kind of funny because uh, I got a resume from him. We have a, we have a there's a there's a job site place on the American Academy of Ophthalmology website where you can look for jobs and you can look for candidates. Uh, so you can post your resume if you're coming out of fellowship or training and you're looking for a place to go. So we came upon his resume. We called him up and um, it was shortly before Thanksgiving, probably two years ago. And I said, uh, talked to him on the phone. I said, yeah, we'd love to have you come on down for an interview. And he said, well, I'm going to be in Vero Beach in two weeks. And I'm like, what are you coming to Vero Beach? He's coming to Vero Beach. He was engaged at the time to... Right. Um, he just married a local gal, right? Yeah, her name's Allie, now Allie uh, Blanford, but Allie Radford, and um, is from a local family. And she had met him while she was doing her veterinarian school uh, up in Florida. And so they were engaged. So he was coming here to visit, and it just worked out perfectly. So we, he, had a, he had a real pull, a little tug of war in terms of where he was going to go because his father's an ophthalmologist in Lexington, Kentucky. And his father really wanted him to join his practice up there in Lexington. So that was a very, very difficult. He was really tortured over that. But um, Heck of a nice guy. He actually came in here and did an interview, not only for the radio show, but to be transcribed for our magazine, Viral's Voice magazine. And he was going to get married like 48 hours later right. and came over here. But what a nice what a nice human being. Yeah, we're, we're very excited to have him on board. We think he's going to add a lot to our practice. And Now, ophthalmic surgery, facial surgery. Now, I know that if somebody has droopy eyes, for instance, he doesn't mind that we talk about it. My good friend, uh, um, uh, David Walsh, he had was, was was creeping down over his eyes years ago when he was like in his late 70s, early 80s. And, uh, and you did that, and it made him look 17, 18 years younger at least. Mm-hmm. Well, eyelid surgery, um, skin cancers, you know, droopy eyelids, eyelids that turn inward, eyelids that turn outward. Uh, I just had a patient the other day that I had to remove her entire eyelid. Her lower eyelid was completely um, overrun with cancer. And so I had to, basal cell carcinoma, I had to remove her entire eyelid. So, you well, know, she close her eyes then. Well, I had to reconstruct it. So I had to make her a new eyelid. Um, it was basically the entire lower eyelid. Not, you are not amazing. <laughs> How do you do that? What an amazing, you know, I mean, you're those hands of yours. I mean, it's just the, you know, it's what I've trained to do. And um, I enjoy that part of my practice. But, you know, we've been so busy with that over the years. And, I, and obviously, I'm busy with other things in cataract surgery and the general ophthalmology stuff that I do. And I really haven't wanted to 
change and narrow the focus of my practice into one specific thing, but there's really a need in this community for ophthalmic plastic surgery. And so, you know, patients have had to wait to get in to see me for things that they need. And we don't like making patients wait, obviously, when there's skin cancers and other things. So we're really excited for Dr. Blanford to come on board. He's going to add a lot to our practice, going to add some different procedures and things that I just haven't, frankly, had time to to do. And I think he's going to be a real asset to the community. And he's just a super nice guy. He's very well trained. Um, and he's going to be here. He's, you know, he's marrying a local girl, and he's very excited to become part of the community. Now, now the only thing is I have extreme confidence in you. And uh, so how do you – you seem to have a lot of success at picking the right guys. Yeah, I remember when you picked Cats, and he came here from New York. And he's turned out to be a great partner of yours, and he's a great doctor. I mean, uh, Schnell works great with children. I don't know what else he does over there. I hear a lot of good reports, though. So – can you know this this fellow that you're you're hiring that I interviewed? You know how do you how do you determine that he's the right guy? Well, you never know until you're there. But I mean, you know, until someone's there. But I mean, we've done every everything we can possibly do to make sure of that. I mean, is you know, I talked to the people that, that trained with him and the 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 residency directors had nothing but you know amazing things to say. Just you know the people that he hangs around with and the doctors that, that I know that know him. So, I mean, there's been nothing but glowing reports from, yeah. from all levels in terms of, you know, the type of guy is. I met his whole family. Um, well, he has those good Southern Kentucky ma- manners. He's a very, very mannerly and very uh, gentle guy. Yeah, he's just a, he's just a you know, a very accomplished guy, and, and he's had great training. You know, obviously, when you get into practice, um, you know, all the things that you, you know, all those years of experience, you know, um, when you're out there and the lights come on, though, you've got to perform and you've got to be able to do your job. You know, I, I, I never had a minute of discomfort when I left my training and started in private practice. I was ready to go. Um, but, you know, you learn and you, you grow as you're as with anything. I mean, you're you're a different radio, uh, you know, talk show host than you were 20 years ago. I mean, that's just part of the natural maturation as you go, you go through different things and you start to narrow your focus and learn what works and what doesn't work. And, um, a little play you know, on words there and you narrow your focus. There. Yeah, but it's fun. I mean, it, you know, going out and practice and growing your practice and sure. building your reputation. Look, he's going to he's gonna be on notice. I mean, y- you know, it's a small community, so you have to do good work here or, you know, people talk. And I think he's going to do great work. I'm very excited about him. I think he's going to be nothing but successful. I think people are going to, um, you know, the, the day that will make me the most happy is when people call the office and don't want ask, to ask to see me. They ask to see him. And that will make me very happy. Really? Sure. Uh, because, uh, of course, you did uh, Barbara's Eyes, Cataracts. You also, I saw Jerry Lamoth recently uh, at Starbucks. Uh, we met over at uh, is it Starbucks. Yeah, Starbucks. And he said, tell you, say hi. He said, yeah, he, Dr. Mountain did my eyes. And he, this guy's a reader. So, like, this is a very important thing that you did for him. Well, cataract surgery is liberating for people. I mean, it's just, it's the most satisfying surgery to do because it's just, it's remarkable and the changes that it does for someone's life. I mean, it's just, it's an incredible, it's an incredible thing that I get to do. Um, and it never gets old for me. It never gets tired for me. I just, I enjoy it. I love the next day when I get to see my patients coming in the day after surgery for their post-operative visit. You know, there are physicians out there who don't do their post-op visits. They don't, they just, they're feel like they're too busy or they just they have to know off to somebody else and i just i don't do that i love to see to me that's the most fun of what is your payback that's the results i mean that's really what that's what gives me the charge that's what gets me going so i see the patients the next day the first thing in the morning and then you know that just makes my whole day well like i said you did my mom's you did uh you did barbara's a lot of my friends david walsh and i guess pretty soon with me coming into 65 now you'll be doing mine i mean inevitably right everybody has to get cataract surgery 
I mean, at some point, everybody's going to have a symptomatic cataract, but you know, I have patients in their 50s who need cataract surgery. I have patients who are 90 who don't. So, Seriously? Yeah. It's, you know, it's genetics. It's the way you age. I mean, it's, it's really remarkable. And that's the fascinating part. And you know what? I, <laughs> I always tell people, they'll come in and say, well, you're going to tell me when I need my cataract surgery, right? And I look at them and I say, no, I'll never have to tell you when you need cataract surgery. You will tell me when you need cataract surgery. Well, how what am are they, I going to know? Yeah, how they'll say, how am I going to know? I said, don't worry about it. When you know, you'll know. And I always tell this little story about when I was a resident or in medical school, actually, and we got our first stethoscope and we're listening to patients' hearts and we're trying to listen for murmurs, you know? We're going to listen for a heart murmur. And everybody's like, well, how am I going to know if I hear a heart murmur? And, and the, your preceptor's like, when you hear a heart murmur, you're going to know when you hear a heart murmur. So sure enough, you know, you put the stethoscope on there and then you hear this first heart murmur and you're like, oh my God, it's a heart murmur. And then you're like, yeah, I know. Okay, it's a heart murmur. So patients always know when they're ready for cataract surgery. I have patients who literally will see me every year and they'll say, you know, are you going to tell me when I need cataract surgery? And every year I say the same thing. I'm, I'm never going to tell you when you need cataract surgery. I will see people who come to me for a second opinion sometimes. They say, you know what? I come in here, second opinion. I see it on the chart, you know, patients here for a second opinion regarding cataract surgery. So my first question to them is, are you happy with your vision? Yeah, I'm doing great. I said, then you don't need cataract surgery. Why are you sitting in my office? You do not need cataract surgery if you're happy with your vision. If you're not happy with your vision, then we need to figure out, is it because you need new glasses? Is it because you're not happy with your vision because you have to wear glasses when, at night? That's not really a reason to have cataract surgery. But I, I say that I've had so many people over the years, well, so-and-so told me I had a cataract. Okay, everybody has cataracts. It's like having a gray hair and a wrinkle. Everybody gets cataracts. You cannot avoid having a cataract. If you are over 45 or 50, you have the start of a cataract in your eye. It's a clouding of your natural lens. So what? If it doesn't bother your vision, you don't need surgery. If it bothers your vision, then you need surgery, potentially. And, you know, then we have, then you get into talking about what are you going to do and what kind of results do you want? But, you know, that's, it's just, it's fun, but it's, again, it's, it's sort of, you know, as I, as I said, everybody knows when they need cataract surgery. So Okay, so before we say goodbye right here, uh, Dr. Mallon, Center for Advanced Eye Care, how often should, uh, depending on the age, come in for uh, getting a full eye examination at Center for Advanced Eye Care? Well, everybody should at least have a baseline eye exam no matter what their age just to make sure there's no pathology and no matter how old, young, young to old. Oh, every um, year? Over, over 40, you know, there's varying degrees of, of recommendation. It varies, but typically what I'll tell patients, if they have a very healthy eye and there's nothing wrong with them and they have no significant family history, if they're over 40 and they're doing great, I say, you know, every other year is probably fine. Over the age of 65, pretty much every year you should be coming in. There's a lot of things that can go on. We pick up a lot of systemic disease. So we're not just looking at your eyes. When we're looking at your eyes, we're seeing the health of your whole body. In fact, there's a lot of stuff coming out now about artificial intelligence being able to diagnose your risk of cardiovascular events by looking at your retinal blood vessels, whether you have Alzheimer's. As artificial intelligence grows and expands, what we're going to be able to diagnose from just looking into your eyes is going to continue to expand. What does artificial intelligence have to do with this? Well, they're picking up things by mass you know, data, data things and and analyzing data, they're able to pick up what's your risk. They they can look at tens of thousands of retinal arteries and over time then that you track that with the patients who have had strokes and heart attacks and everything else. And you can say, well, if their vessels look like this, they're at risk. They have a 5% chance of having a stroke in the next three years based on that. So we're going to be able to tailor a lot of health and looking at your blood vessels and, you know, determining whether your high blood pressure is an issue and some of the things that are going on. So it's fascinating what's going to happen as as we start moving forward with artificial intelligence and, and telemedicine and all those other things that we do. We're talking with Dr. Mallon, Center for Advanced Eye Care, 299-1404, I believe is the number, 772-299-1404, Center for Advanced Eye Care. This is the mayor of the airways talking with Dr. Mallon. 
We'll be right back. It's not over yet.